Hi everyone and welcome to The Constant Cheerleader, the podcast that champions the people who go above and beyond to make a difference in the world and their communities over a cuppa. My name is Gemma Stevenson and joining me today is a woman who found a gap in the market and like a true entrepreneur worked out a way to creatively fill it. Whether it's wearing a normal bra again or having an uninterrupted bath for the first time, the musical theatre performer felt it was about time for new mums to feel proud of and celebrate the milestones they were reaching too. And so her hilariously honest adulting cards were born in the best way possible. Over a cuppa, her first hot one she managed to drink since giving birth to a son to be exact. So here to give us 30 minutes of her best map talk this week is Vanessa Boland. Hi Vanessa, how are you? Hello, I love that introduction, that was brilliant. <laughs> we don't do serious introductions here. Um, we, we like to have a bit of a laugh about the things that you do. I mean obviously we have had some serious episodes where we have done serious introductions, however... Um, but for your adulting cards, I felt it was necessary to get the humour across. Uh, so, um, you am I right in thinking uh, you're joining us just after doing the nursery run? Yeah, I did indeed just do the nursery run. I've just been looking at diggers and I uh, had a cheeky uh, let my son go on the slide and then we quickly ran into nursery. He was a bit late. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, and then I actually came home and did a big workout because I've been eating so many biscuits during lockdown. Um, so I did a workout and then uh, I joined you. Well, you know what works perfectly with a biscuit? What? A cuppa. I mean, <laughs> what cuppa and potentially biscuit are you joining with us with today? Well, I can't get through the morning without a large coconut cappuccino. Um, and sometimes I do have it again in the afternoon. But I try not to have too much, but it just makes me feel like an awesome mum. And <laughs> you know, like you're really tired and then you have it and you're like, let's dance together. Um, and my biscuit of choice is a chocolate hobnob. I think people don't realise, actually, you've just mentioned a coconut cappuccino, the joy of having coconut with coffee. Like, I love a coconut flat white. It's on another level, isn't it? It's it's the best. And it feels like you're having loads of sugar in your coffee, but you're not. And also, it tastes a bit like sun cream in the best way. So it feels like you're on holiday. <laughs> I've never thought it tasted like sun cream. <laughs> it's the way forward i think everybody should try coconut in their coffee at least once it's the best and you know during lockdown the thing i missed the most was a takeaway coffee and it doesn't matter where it's from i think it's just the buying the coffee and having it and I, i've tried so hard i've brought all the same coffee that the coffee shops have but no matter how much i put in there in my cafetiere it does not taste the same and it doesn't give me that buzz but when you get a takeaway coffee it's like woohoo <laughs> i'm assuming then uh anessa that you were one of the first ones out to the drive through coffees when they opened I was about four or five weeks in, my husband realized that the garage had a Costa coffee machine. Um, and if you go on my Instagram, you'll see the moment. Uh, and I got this coffee and then he took a picture of me and I was like, thank you. It was just an amazing moment. I played dinosaurs for about an hour with my son after that because I had so much energy. See, you need a coffee to play dinosaurs. And <laughs> we can't forget, um, your creation was born out of a cuppa. It wasn't coffee though, was it? It was tea. 
It was tea, yeah. So um, my son was a couple of weeks old um, and I've been doing the milestone cards with him like so many of us do. And I had a group of mum friends and we always used to like share like, oh, have they rolled over? Have they done this? Have they done that? And then one day I finally managed to get to have a nap in the Moses basket because he would only sleep on me. Um, and my husband made me a cup of tea and I drank it and it was hot. And I sent a picture to my friend on WhatsApp and I said, I finally managed to drink a cup of tea whilst it's still hot. And then it came to me we were like having victories little victories and wins all day every day but we weren't really getting the cheers for it and right then when you're tired and you know you, you've been looking after someone else and giving everything to everyone else and celebrating every tiny thing they do um, and and you've not really been celebrating yourself and so many people um I suffer with postnatal anxiety or depression or just loss of identity and I thought what if we could celebrate a mum we're drinking a cup of tea while still hot. It's a, it's a big deal. You finally managed to get your baby to sleep. And the one that um, I remember the most is my son never let me put him down. I once for breakfast had him in one arm and I couldn't use a knife to spread my butter on my toast. So once it popped, I got hold of the butter block and I spread it over my toast with my hand and ate the toast. And I was like, someone should give me a cheer for that i managed to make breakfast with one hand and i thought that's it milestone cards for mums so then i looked on the internet everywhere to see if they had been made and um i was really surprised that they hadn't and there were some on like um, etsy and things like that but they were just somebody who printed them out on their computer and done it but i thought if what if we do them as professionally as the baby milestone cards put as much money time and effort in um, and make them for mums as a really nice high-end gift but there is that personal touch. Like I remember seeing an Instagram post of you probably mid lockdown, just literally with your office, which you are sitting in right now, covered yeah. in boxes of cards and you yeah. were individually packing and writing messages to each of the mums that bought from you. When I first sent um, them off to the printers and was, was getting quotes, it was a thousand pounds cheaper if they came in 29 individual boxes with the boxes flat packed pre-glued with little stickers and I was like that'll be easy it's fine it's so hard so every box that you get has got 29 cards in that I've put in order put the box together stick them in sealed them so because I wanted the box to be something that you could buy in John Lewis or a high-end shop I had to spend all the money on the print so I put them all together myself but yeah as you say every box has um a letter to the to the buyer saying thank you so much for supporting our business and how much I hope the cards bring so much happiness because I I like that in a small business the personal touch which you don't get with a bigger business and you've very much grown on social media really I mean Instagram has been your home because that's kind of what you've used to get your message about your cards across isn't it yeah, so when we first started, I was trying to make our business look huge. Like, I didn't put anything personal about myself. It was just me at the time on my living room table. We didn't have an office then. Um, and I was pretending, well, I was trying to make out that I was this big company so I could sell to shops and things like that. But then I wasn't really getting much of a following. Um, and also, I'd call these big shops um, and they hadn't heard of me before. So it was it was really difficult to to get what we wanted across and then I realized that that I am a mum and I do um I can relate to these mums and so I started to 
put a few videos of myself on there, which was really scary at first. But then I found the more people could relate, the more people were interested in the product. And so now I half my Instagram is about the cars, but half of it's about my life as well. And I think people like that because on Instagram, you see so many perfect moms that wake up early and bake bread. And then in their baby's nap times, they're making these healthy organic snacks from scratch. And you can never compete with that. But if you show people, actually, this probably isn't real. They probably just did baking all on that day and took pictures to make you, you feel inadequate to them because they're the best mum ever. So I just feel like it's really important not only to support mums with the cards to show that we all go through these things. We all go through the poo explosion in Sainsbury's, but we also all go through the days where, you know, it's really hard. And sometimes when you see another mum say, hey, today was a really hard day. I couldn't wait till bedtime. You don't feel so guilty about wanting it to be bedtime because sometimes we do want it to be bedtime because we want to lay flat out on the sofa, but our mum guilt thinks we should enjoy every tiny second. And yes, I love it more than anything I've ever done, but it's also the hardest thing I've ever done as well. I mean, you've talked a bit about two things that I just want to expand on with you, you know, mum guilt and also yeah. uh, uh, the prevalence of postnatal depression. I mean, we're talking a lot more about both of those things right now. Uh, yeah. Do you think that's a good thing? Yeah, definitely, because, you know, we're, I'm so lucky that I didn't suffer from it, which was, for me, it was kind of the opposite. I've always had quite big anxiety but when I had a baby I had so much to focus on that I didn't feel anxious anymore uh, well I did but not as much as I did before and I had something to focus it on um, but some people who may never have suffered with anxiety before and don't understand it they have a baby and they think gosh I uh, there's so many like postnatal depression can actually make you feel like you don't love your child and that's something really difficult to deal with and I have friends that did deal with it and then uh, once they got better then they had the mum guilt about having the postnatal depression but it's not anything that you can control it's an illness at the end of the day and the more we talk about it the more we make it normal and I think um, it's one in five women suffer from some kind of postnatal anxiety or depression and we really need to, to make it know that it's a normal thing and you're not different and you're not a bad person it's just something that happens to our brains when we become a mum sometimes and for you also um you were in the middle of very successful performing career you know was it a difficult choice to decide to have a baby when you did yeah, so at the time I was in a play um, and I was trying for a baby and I was on the train with another actor. He wasn't in the play. He was a friend. And he said to me, so you're trying for a baby? And I said, yeah. And he said, so you're giving up? And I said, no, I'm not, I'm not giving up. And he said, well, you can't be a mom and an actress. And I was like, yes, I can. Why can't I? Like other people go to work full time and do their jobs. Why can't I be an actress at the same time? And I, I used to get really angry about it when people would say that. Um, and I was actually in the first half of, it was in the interval of the play I was in, um, I had a little bit of milk in my boob and I was like, what is this? And I've been trying, and I was in the interval and I called my mum and I was like, mum, if I've had milk come out of my boob, does that mean I'm pregnant? She was like, it probably means you're pregnant. And I was like, oh my God. And my character in this play was really depressed. Um, I was in a, like a institute uh, for young offenders. And um, I was, it was really, it was quite challenging second half because I had to be angry and sad, but inside I was like, nobody knows that I'm pregnant. Um, and then uh, once that play finished, I told everybody I was pregnant um, and I was so excited. I always wanted to be a mum. I always thought how magical we get to grow a bit of you and a bit of your partner inside you. And I was so excited. 
Um, and then I said to my agent, don't worry, as soon as I've had the baby, give me a month or so, put me back up for auditions. When he came, I could not leave him. It was like this thing where all my life, all that had mattered was being successful as an actress. But as soon as he was born, I didn't care about it anymore. And I couldn't actually imagine leaving him for a second. Um, and it's been two and a half years, and I only just now am ready to go back. And I think that's partly due to a lockdown. Um, because you kind of reassess your life, don't you? And I want him to be proud of what I do. And, I, and he needs to, we both need to learn that it's okay to leave each other because I he didn't ever leave me and I never left him. I never wanted to. And I was, I suppose I did have postnatal anxiety because I couldn't leave him for a second. Um, I, I used to make sure when he opened his eyes from a nap, I was there. <laughs> I was like, it's okay, you're never alone. Um, but now in lockdown, I started singing and then I was like, I miss this so much. And um, yeah, it just made me realise I do want to go back. Maybe not to this to the amount I was doing it before, but I do want to go back. You say you haven't gone back. You've kind of had a two and a half year maternity leave, but you haven't. You've been kind of building this business alongside uh, being a bit, uh, being a mum. And so you can't really say you've had a two and a half year maternity leave. For you, how has lockdown been? Because for me watching on, um, as somebody who's known you, I mean, what? Maybe since we were about 10, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't say how many years that is because then that would give both of our ages away you seem to have thrived during lockdown yeah so I think because it's online and it's a, a gift and you know right now so many um, women are having babies and they're having to deal with things like birthing alone um, not being able to see friends and family when they've um, given birth so the cars are really doing everything that I really wanted them to do and support mums so much um i think one morning it just kind of seemed to happen overnight so i was posted about lockdown and packing the cards and how how much i love my business and then one morning i woke up and i looked at my phone and we would probably get like 10 orders a week a couple of shops i woke up and there was like 43 orders and i was like what and i was so excited because i thought when they announced lockdown well this is it i'm gonna have to pay the business loan that my own money no one's going to be shopping um but it was brilliant almost overnight and um yeah and I put so much effort into it so even when I got those 43 orders I still wrote a card to every single person buying and people say to me you're mad you don't need to do that but I really that's my favorite part of it and then I started to see people use them online and um I got a couple of emails from women saying thank you so much it really helped me because they can't share these little victories with their friends and family face to face so they were doing them even not even if it's not online like we one of my favorite cards is we did it for the first time because the first time you have sex after having a baby is so scary um and they were like sending them on their whatsapp groups for their mummy groups like it's the first time we had sex we did it i was brave and it was good it was fine it didn't hurt um so that was really nice and then we also started to it was planned before lockdown but it was great that it was um so we can gift wrap um add a handwritten message and send out directly to the new mum as well um and even on that to the point where i don't take it to the post office i stick on stamps so that it looks like it's been sent directly from the friend they wrapped it themselves and there's no receipts or anything in there so that's been working really well as well um so yeah lockdown's been great for us to be able to make all those mums feel happy and to support them and to show them that they're never alone on this roller coaster ride of motherhood like if you think that it's strange that you were nervous about you know changing your baby in public for the first time you look at these cards you think everybody's nervous about changing their baby's nappy for the first time 
but also you've had you had an epiphany on working from home didn't you yeah so we had an office in Hitchin um but then when all of this started I couldn't go into the office so um and also I was worried that I wouldn't be able to afford it anymore um but my husband he's an acting agent and he hasn't been able to go into London luckily my dad is a builder um so in our garage he converted it into this really big office um so it can fit everything in um and I actually really love it so when my son goes to nursery I just walk home and come into this office and it's my space um and it has everything in it if you look at I'm so glad that nobody can see us because it is a mess but it is just boxes of cards behind me um and I know where everything is I've got like my thank you card station here my ribbon station here wrapping station here and I find it really therapeutic to have everything where I want it so yeah I love it you say it's a mess uh, even the boxes are quite organized I, I oh. am watching the boxes now and they're even, even they're quite organized you're fine <laughs> so you're you're wanting to go back to performing does this then come the point where you engage um dylan and daddy labor to help you with the business well yeah to be fair though if you're on a show you have all day right so i can do all my social media my packing and everything and then do the show in the evening i'll be very busy but it's i'm really passionate about uh the cards because i'm really passionate about helping mums and i would say like the I don't know. I, I will have time for it because I'm quite good at organising my time. And even if that means I have to stay up really late, like now, if I get an order at 11 o'clock at night, I come downstairs and I pack the order and I get it ready for tomorrow because I hate to think of things not being done. So if you order, I nine times out of 10, send it out that day. I think my son is so bored of going to the post office because like three or four times a day, I'm like, quick, we've got to go post this one. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to put a peel out to everybody who buys milestone cards. Just think of this as Nessa is saying this. If you order at midnight because you've got insomnia, she's getting up too. Uh, I'm getting up. <laughs> that's commitment to your order. <laughs> My like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I need to make sure it's sent out straight away. What about the future? I mean, you see everybody diversifying their um, product lines. Are we going to have like journals and planners for new mums? Yeah, well, the original idea was to make these for new mums, um, and it's called adulting cards because you were going to make milestone cards for lots of occasions for adults. So, like, um, starting university, um, my favourite other than this was becoming an adult. So it's like I paid my first council tax bill or I, I took my parents out for dinner and I paid. Um, but then the more we went down the route of social media talking about mums, because it's what I know about the more I realise there's lots of different things we could do for mums. So I think it's going to go down that direction, new mums, new dads, different things to help them. Um, and I've, I've had a couple of people say to me, but what about dads? Aren't they important? My God, yes, they are so important. But I could only do one product at a time. And, and I am a mum, so that's what I did first. But yes, dads are just as important. Um, and yes, maybe that is something that we could do in the future. So... You've mentioned previously, like earlier in this podcast, you want to get back to performing. Are there fears there about what sort of theatre industry is going to be kind of left to go back to at the end of all this? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's always on our minds because my husband is has always been the main source of income since I had my son. Um, and we kept getting things like theatres will open this month or that month and now they're talking about it might not be happening to mid-2021. And so that is really difficult for us, not knowing about like how we're going to pay our mortgage. And 
for what's hard is for lots of people things are going to start to look a bit back to normal so people are going back to work as you say people are going back to school and education so what the worry for us is the world's going to get back to normal and we're going to get forgotten um but we're preparing for it as i say our, my business is um going well and my husband's actually um he's just um collaborated with a few other agents and this started before lockdown um so before any of the covid thing was going to happen he had got some other great agents and they were going to make this one big big agent altogether um so that was going ahead anyway and it just so happened that they had to do it during lockdown um but yet that's going brilliantly and we're just coming up with other ways as well to make money in case theatre doesn't open like my husband's doing a yoga meditation teacher training and he wants to take that around to drama schools because as we know mental health in drama schools and you know after the caroline flack and everything like that we wanted to promote um healthy thinking mindfulness and Caroline Flack actually went to our drama school and she was friends with my husband so that kind of spurred him on to want to do good and help students as well so that's another way that we can help hopefully theatres will open early next year please <laughs> um, and then he can get back to work and I can get back to auditioning I've had a few self-tapes since we started lockdown and it's quite nice to get back to practicing again I mean I've had a couple of self-tapes um over the past few weeks and they are weird to do in lockdown though aren't they yeah yeah and I never ever did any acting in front of my husband he was never allowed to come to shows um but now I've got no one to read with so actually it was pretty good because I just had to be like fine read with me and now we've broken that barrier and so now I find that a bit easier as well see the thing is you have a husband who's been in the industry I have my mom one uh self-tape I did oh it was about a month ago where she complained that she didn't have enough lines on the self-tape. She didn't like this scene because she only had two lines in it. I was like, all right, Mum. Yeah, I said to my husband, um, so you, um, what did you think? Did you think that was a bit rusty? Because I kind of felt the character. And he went, I said, I wasn't even listening to you. I was concentrating on my character. And I was like, oh, but you're just reading. But no, I think that's a very important thing that you guys will go on to do and look at mental health in the industry, especially as we come out of this time, which has been, I mean, I think we're all writing 2020 off right now, aren't we? Can we not be a year older? Because I feel like it's really unfair. So we've not been able to do everything we wanted to this year. So, Do you have any advice? Because you have kind of thrived in lockdown. Do you, just as a fine, final thought before we go on to the next part of our podcast, but do you have any advice for um, people who are thinking about starting a business during this time because we've seen lots of creativity come out of this time as well and a lot of people are taking matters into their own hands and building their own futures yeah I think uh, mostly on a personal note I think my husband said something the other day to me he said do the hard thing so for all of us our mental health has been really affected during this time there's been a lot of time to sit in and think and like uh, uh, I know my anxiety has been up and down um, and I and he told me to do the hard thing and the hard thing for me was I was trying to do self-care especially as a mum so when my son had gone to bed I'd have a couple of glasses of wine I'd eat what's it and watch movies and I thought that was self-care but that's the easy thing so for the past two weeks a couple of weeks ago 
my mental health was, I was a bit down, um, well, a lot down, really, because everything, anything can happen this year, right? Um, and he said to me, do the hard thing, real self-care, the thing that you don't want to do. And the thing I didn't want to do was exercise and meditate and be mindful, because it's hard work. Um, but then, um, so now, I started exercising, but I'm not exercising to lose weight, because that never works, because I'll be like, oh, I don't care, I'll do it tomorrow. But I'm exercising for happiness. So I put on my um, playlist on Spotify of um, guilty pleasures. So it's all stuff like Escob 7, <laughs> put it in my ears, full blast. And I do the couch to 5K every morning. Um, and then I come home and do 20 minutes of yoga. And then before bed, when all I want to do is binge watch my favorite Netflix show, I do a meditation and read a book and actually that has helped me be more creative for my business it's helped me be more relaxed and much much more happier so I think my word of advice is do the hard thing I mean you've just really aged us there Nessa with the references to the early 2000s (laughs) everybody now knows we're we're one of those one of those millennials yeah, I see like really cool people with tats running and in my headphones is say you will, say you won't, say you'll do. And then I just like give them a cool nod, like, yeah, I'm a cool runner too. But in my, when, when they're gone, I go and run out in the fields or in the back of my house, like, stand to the left if you're having a good time. Think if you've ever got bewitched on, you need to rock the double denim as well. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, bewitched in my ears, double denim running, future. I mean, please don't exercise in double denim it's probably not the safest thing (laughs) yeah especially the weather we've just had um so i mean you've given us so much already but i'm going to ask you to give us two more things okay Okay. so the first part is so in cheerleading we uh when we go off to comps especially international ones we have something called a cultural exchange it's where we give people from other countries um a bit of a cultural object or thing from our country um and they give us something from their country so it's your time now i mean you've given us lots of cultural exchanges throughout the podcast but this is the this is the highlight one this is the this is the one nessa it's it's your turn to give uh, a bit of a cultural exchange to our listeners so uh, off you go so you heard of the karma yes yeah, so they have the daily calm on there. And I tried meditating before and I just I just got lost in my own thoughts with like lists I have to do for the business or like um, things I need to remember. But the calm app is really brilliant because it guides you through um, each, like the whole step that like tells you how to breathe and what to do. And then there's a real treat at the end because they give you some words of wisdom and it always helps. It's always something like um, appreciate the moment or just... If you're not very good at sitting still and being quiet, wait for this treat at the end. And it and it really, really helps. So the Calm app for me was amazing. I loved it. Um, my second, can I do two? Yeah, you can have two. I'll let you have two. Thank you. Um, my second one is a, on Sky Atlantic called Succession. I watched, watched that. I love it. Oh, it's like the best TV that's normally I'm into like dark horror thriller and so when someone told me to watch this i was a bit like okay fine but it's some brilliant brilliant tv i would highly recommend that as well just binge on it it's brilliant and final thing we're going to ask you to do it's your turn to give us some mat talk so it's some motivation to go into the next week you know um whether that's a saying to think about or like you've just said on the calm app they have wise words at the end so it's kind of like your wise words to everybody at the end uh so um i mean you can do it in an american accent i mean i don't mind we've had some people do that on the podcast it has happened 
Okay, but my um, American accent, I have to stick rusty. Okay. When you look at the week ahead, do the hard thing. You can do this. You got this. There's no reason why they are better than you. You are a human being exactly the same as them. You can do this. Do the hard thing. When you don't want to get up and you don't want to go for a run, just think, I will never regret a run. In the middle of the day when you feel like, I need a nap, just think, I may regret it because I haven't got everything I need doing. So I'm going to get up, I'm going to do the hard thing, and then I'm going to go to bed at night and get a great night's sleep. And remember, you can do it. I think that's a really important thing to think about because at this time, a lot of people are going through a lot of scary things. And actually, so many people have lost work, have lost jobs, have lost what they'd kind of built their life around. Um, And sometimes it does take the hard thing to to kind of to change your life and it you know it can lead to so many positives I just think you know right now as you say people are losing everything and I think that you have to you have to it's not going to last forever but you have to put things in place for your mental health and a lot of things for your mental health are free um so yeah I think it's very important to look after yourself and treat yourself with care and respect and all this running, Nessa, I'm expecting an entry into the London Marathon in 2021. I'm, terrible. I'm so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I do it and I pat myself on the back, but it's, I've been doing couch of 5K since lockdown started and I'm nowhere near 5K. <laughs> but I do it, so... Yeah, you know, the important thing is you do it. So, um, well, all that's left for me to say now is uh, thank you, Vanessa, for joining me today and giving up some of your um, free time, your your... Your child-free time. <laughs> is... I will gladly give it to you, Gemma. Um, can I just tell um, everybody where they can find the cards? Yes, definitely. Um, there are lots of independent retailers, but please do follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Adulting Cards. Um, and uh, our website is simple. It's www.adultingcards.co.uk. There'll be lots of new mums <laughs> during this time. And look, all the time we've had to stay inside with our partners. So you know where to find the perfect gift. Um, thank you again, Vanessa, and um, thank you everyone once again for listening. Uh, I'll leave you with one final message, and that is to stay safe and stay well, and we will meet again at the same time next week to champion another of life's cheerleaders. Thank you.